Okay. Hello, uh, anybody listening? This is another Natural Law podcast episode on Anchor Spotify. This is episode 61. This is, my name is Bill Hoy, and this is December 2021. Once again, Natural Law, episode 61. My name is Bill Hoy, and my website is willhoy.com, W-I-L-L-H-O-E-Y.com. And I'm just going to start by just talking a little bit about what I'm doing. Um, I talked about in my past episodes that uh, I write letters to editors of, for the most part, for the last... I would say, I guess, six months, um, maybe more. Uh, I've been writing to uh, a local newspaper down in Southern Ocean County, New Jersey, United States. Um, I'm a bit, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit, uh, no, no, I'm not at my best right now, I guess. I, I got a lot on my mind, but let me just try to get focused and get into the the presentation here. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I'm working on, I, I've, I've been writing letters to editors and stuff and I read the one about the veterans and I, I've, I've read the other one, uh, just recently. Uh, what was that one about? That was about, um, I forget. I don't know why I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I just feel like I'm, just feel like I'm out of it or something, man. I don't know what's up. I'm not sick or anything. Uh, I feel pretty good. Um, I just, I don't know. I guess I'm just all over the place. Kind of just, I don't know, just feeling like I'm just not getting out there enough. So, um, this is, um, what I'm talking about here is trying to do something about that. And what I want to work on is, uh, I'm, like I mentioned, I've been writing letters to editors and some of it's gotten into the papers. Uh, well, I wrote a letter to the editor about, um, just some natural law concepts and how they relate to the constitution. Um, because of course I'm speaking to the to the masses through these newspapers, so I try to frame things inside things they'll understand. As far as just coming right out with natural law concepts, it's a little bit too much for people to understand. So I try to frame it in inside the the inside the box framework of the Constitution. Um, and uh, so I also uh, one about one about autism. Uh, back in April of 2021, Autism Awareness Month, I tried to spread some autism awareness in ways that, of course, are going to make people feel uncomfortable. Um, and then I tried, you know, to get out the one about the veterans, and I didn't get in there. And I had another one, I forget which, that, that got in there. I forget which, which one that was. Uh, 
And then I also just had one, the, the, the letter I read recently, pretty sure I read that on one of my episodes. I know I put it on my uh, website. Um, that letter did get in. That was, uh, God damn, what, what the hell was that about? That was, uh, I was, I was writing another one about, I was going to shorten the veterans one and try that again, but I decided not to. I decided to go with uh, this, this new one here, but I also just had something. Oh yeah. It was about the ecosystem and about taxation, trying to wake people up about taxation. That's what the, that, that letter got in. I'm pretty sure I read that on one of the recent episodes and that letter got in and it was pretty challenging. Yeah. Yeah. I read it, um, on, on the, on the air here. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't, the first, uh, the one about the natural law concepts and relating to the constitution and, you know, just, just kind of taking some shots at the local, uh, um, um, this was the first letter. I'm back to the first, uh, letter to the editor that I'm talking about the, and that, that got some responses. I got a response. I, I'm, I, I talked about this in my, uh, podcast about the response from the mayor's office and, you know, what's a mayor, a mayor, you know, he's just a man, you know, a mayor is nothing special. It's, it's, you know, it's all that royalty shit, man. All that, you know, all that mini me royalty, you know, all that stuff, man. It's just, he's just a man, you know, just another person, but, you know, just trying to point out to him that, you know, I mean, that's when, that's when they were taking people's temperatures and back when they were still doing that shit, which I'm sure that'll come back. A lot of people don't understand the significance of that, the, taking people's temperatures uh, to come into like the, the, the town hall meeting area. And that's what, what I was mainly criticizing. I was just like, you know, you're making it difficult for people to get together and voice their grievances and come together and, and come to agreements, which once again, I'm not into the whole thing of politics at all, but I'm absolutely for communities coming together and working out their differences. You know what I mean? But not under the auspice of fucking politics, politics, that's all shit. But just, <clears throat> you know, just all, all that stuff is, is actually ties into what this letter that I'm writing about when I was talking about mainly I was, I was talking about the taking people's temperatures, police officers taking people's temperatures, you know, what, you know, first thing, police officers, not, not a doctor. And I don't want my temperature taken if I don't want to take it. And of course you have the option not coming in, not coming inside the town hall meeting, which was plenty fine with me. But, um, you know, just talking about that, just, you know, just trying to make him aware that these are, you know, taking people's temperatures, uh, uh, in order to allow them to come inside, you know, that, that's a violation of, of constitutional rights. And once again, I've been over the constitution, the constitution's a bifurcated document. Well, one part of it is about freedom. The other part of it, I'm simplifying this is about slavery. And <clears throat> cause I don't want to get too much into this. I, I want to talk about what I want to talk about. Um, and, and like I always do, I always go off on tangents. That's me. Um, trying to keep myself focused, but that's what this letter that I'm going to be putting out talks all about that, about all that temperature taking stuff, folks, people don't realize what that is. What that is, is that's just more control. That's all that is that ties into the whole control thing. And this was all this whole SARS-2 thing was, was a dry run to just see how much people will comply with this shit. And boy, 
boy, did people all around the world comply with this shit. Really, I mean, my God, look at what happened. Look at what's happening in Queensland, Australia. They've lost their fucking minds. And you know what? Once again, I, I talked about this in the last episode. I'm going to mention this again. All, all, you know, all, all you Americans, oh no, that won't happen here. It already pretty much just about has, not as extreme as Australia, but we're just about there. All it takes is a is a couple little things to, to push us Americans into starting to do that in different areas. We're on the cusp of that here in America and the world, <clears throat> in the whole world. Um... So, what I, what I want to do is is I'm going to be talking about I'm I'm going to write a letter and what I want to do is I want to get this letter out to I'm gonna I'm just going to get this out to tons of editors, mostly not your larger papers like once again I'm in New Jersey United States like I'm not even going to bother with the NewJersey.com the Newark Star Ledger I mean forget it that's like that's like a, a, a New York Times Jr. Um, that's I'm not even going to waste my time with them. I'm thinking about the Asbury Park Press, but I don't know. I'm sure they're probably, you know, I'm sure they're probably big time captured by the power structure. But I'm going to be looking at smaller papers, <clears throat> smaller, more local papers, which all these papers are all power structure oriented. But the, your, your 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 smaller local papers are a little bit less extreme as far as like your once again your 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 big daddy the new york times which is just there there it's a shame you know those new york times the 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 journalists at the new york I, i'll i'll call them journalists at the they're, they're really just prostitutes script readers and shit like that but um you know the, these in, the individuals that work the new york times are very you know they're, they're very they, 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 I don't want to say intelligent. They're, they know, they, they have a lot of knowledge, and and they just pimp themselves out like whores, and just write what they're told, and write shit that even they know. I'm sure they know is fucking false. And of course, they get sucked into religion and ideology and the religion of scientism and all that shit. But you know, the 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 Newark Star Ledger, you know, they're just they're just a uh, a New York Times Jr. And, and that's NewJersey.com. And I've read some things from NewJersey.com on this broadcast showing how just how really they're just basically like an extension of CNN and MSNBC. And I'm not I'm not a cheerleader for Fox News either. Fox News is it's all corporate media, folks. They have a club and we're not in it. Keep that in mind. They have a club. BBC, they have a club. We're not in it. We're not in it. Uh, whatever the Canadian News Network is, they have a club. We're not in it. Whatever news network is in your country, the major news network that, that, that barks out the orders of the politicians, they have a club. You're not in it. But... Let me just finish this up. First bullet point here. I'm I, I'm going to be talking about the. I'm repeating this. I'm going to be talking about the SARS-2 recent beginning, and now I'm going to continue and going into the Great Reset and talking about Elon Musk's uh, brain chip, the social credit system, the central bank credit system, um, the metaverse, transhumanism, 
And I, I'm really going to try to get this out to your more local papers, which aren't as extreme power structure oriented, which of course it depends a lot on the individuals, even the local paper. I, uh, <clears throat> I, I write uh, letters to the editor in um, has individuals that are hev heavily power structure oriented like the I mentioned a conversation with one of the I'll call them uh, I'll call them a journalist um, of that newspaper and that individual was heavily heavily brainwashed in, in with the with the mainstream media I mean he just once again he's a, he's a script he's basically a, a, a script reader and writer he just gets his orders from the television and then he correlates his his uh articles in the newspaper about the, you know basically along those lines and it's it's horrible it's really bad and i've been over it so i don't want to go over it again i've been over it and i'm already getting too long into this because i didn't want to talk about this too long and that's always what happens i always start talking about something and i go much longer than i want to but that's that this is this is what i'm going to do i'm going to expand my letters to more editors of newspapers in new jersey united states and I, i'm going to try to keep my letters short man this, this this is the problem uh remember i read the veterans letter and that was that was like you know on on a word document like four pages and and that didn't even i mean that doesn't even get i mean that was i shortened that as as short as i could be with the veteran suicides and and, and of course I knew I'm I knew the whole letter wouldn't get in I thought maybe they would just take some pieces if it did get in they would just take some pieces and I knew it was going to be edited obviously which I don't like but you know that's that's unfortunately a part of it because of course a lot of you have to remember there's space issues and shit like that it's not always just trying to censor you but I mean it, it's I'm trying to keep this letter short and to the point and and I'm going to be I'm I'm basically going to be putting in this letter not my opinions or not even my conclusions i'm just going to put in this letter hey look you know this is what these individuals like klaus schwab gates uh elon musk what these people are saying take it from them don't take it from me take it from them take it from schwab schwab will tell you himself what what the what the agenda is they're very open about this. I've talked about this in past episodes. So I'm gonna try. I am gonna I am gonna go on a on a blitz. I'm just gonna I am gonna go on a blitz all I might even expand into Pennsylvania. I, I might even go national with this. I don't know. But I, I'm just gonna really try to hammer this away. I mean, as far as I'm hoping to really spread this out in New Jersey because maybe if I get contacted, maybe I could work something out in New Jersey. But, you know, if I'm contacted by someone in Arizona, I mean, I don't know what I could do in person. But, I mean, you know, there's always the Internet and what, you, what do you call it, uh, Zoom and all that shit. But, um, which I do have, which I haven't even used yet, just other than testing it. But um, that's going to be it for that. So I'm, I'm really trying... To, I, I'm, I'm going to really go on, uh, on an aggressive move here and try to keep this letter to where it's just 
pretty much the testimony of these ind of these power structure so-called elite individuals themselves and let them say it let them say it to you you know let them say it to you it's not even really me with my conclusions and you know unfortunately with your with people who haven't looked into this information, the first thing they think is, oh no, conspiracy theory, and it's a shame, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to get this out there. I'm, I'm going on an all-out, all-out mission. And see what happens. So, <clears throat> I'm going to just review the last episode and... Just want to mention Christianity and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just starting to really look much deeper into this and I'm really seeing a lot, a lot of, a lot of crazy shit and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm reading about this in encyclopedias I'm listening to guys like I mentioned this guy Jordan Maxwell. He's real good. I'm I'm returning back to reading this the book Occult Occult Theocracy. Seeing a lot of mixing and meshing there and and that's also with the secret societies and the ancient religions and all that shit, you know. There the, this is all tied together. I'm starting to see that this is all tied together. And as far as Christianity, you know, the natural law implications, if once again, I've mentioned this so many times, and I'm going to say it again, the story of the Christ figure in the New Testament, man, you know, the story of the Christ figure standing up to the, the, the slavery of the day. I've mentioned this before. I'm going to say it again, because it's just, it's, it's, it's got to be repeated. It's got to be repeated. Um, man, that was a repeat. Um. I wasn't, I didn't do that purposely. Uh, the Christ figure stood up to tax collectors, taxation, um, usury-based monetary systems, the violence of police and militaries, and the whole idea of human rulership. The Christ figure stood up to that. And... The Christ figure was a teacher of natural law, folks. Natural behavior laws. Teacher of natural law. And all these Christians out here, I'm not going to go too deep into this because I talked about this in the last episode. All these Christians out here who all they have to do is stop falling for the nonsense of you have to accept this person that supposedly existed 2,000 years ago as your savior and then you the whole idea I was reading it a little bit in the encyclopedia and the whole idea of just getting a little bit deeper into the whole salvation idea and the whole I what I read is that uh accepting the Christ figure as your savior and that will enable a person to 
I guess, move on into heaven and be with the Christ figure, I guess, up in heaven, which is the son of that's a that's I think I say that's a from what I'm learning. That's a metaphor because the that's the son of God, S-U-N and um, um, and God and all that stuff. And what people don't understand is that our from what I'm learning, our souls automatically pass out of our bodies. You our souls are going to pass out of our bodies and face judgment no matter what no matter what you do as far as as it's going to happen no matter what i don't want to get too much into this but it's going to happen no matter what <clears throat> and uh you know what you know what i'm starting to learn you know what i'm starting to learn you look at all these just christianity look at all these different Denominations, sects, S-E-C-T-S, uh, churches, all this stuff. And you look and you see that they all have pretty much different types of belief. Like, once again, with the salvation idea, there are some churches that say if you don't accept Christ as your Savior, you're going to burn in a hell. I've been through that. And then if others say if you don't accept Christ as your Savior, you're not going to be able to go up to heaven and be with Jesus and God, <clears throat> which is really a childish, it's a really, it, that's a real childish belief as far as I'm concerned, but they're both childish beliefs. <clears throat> um, but right then and there, that should show you, it shows me, I'll speak for myself, right then and there, I mean, that that's just those are just two examples of just differences in, once again, beliefs. See, that's what these people are doing. They're just believing. They don't really know. They don't know. They're just having faith. They're just believing. They're believers. And that's not what I want to be. I want to be a knower, not a believer. But I see that, really, it's bullshit. Really, the, the whole thing about, once again, the Bible, the stories in the Bible are some of the greatest stories ever told. It's a, it's a wonderful story, but it's, they're just fucking stories. Not written by God. Written by humans. And, and, and I'm also looking into a lot of the historical accounts as far as who, you know, all these, Jesus, Moses, all, all them. King Solomon and I mentioned that I'm really seeing that, that there's no evidence that these people ever existed. But you look at all the differences in beliefs and it just it shows me that every each and every one of the these churches, sects, denominations, all that thinks that they have it right. They 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 they're the ones that have it right and the others all have it wrong. Same with Christians versus Muslims, Christians versus Judaists and all that. Oh, the, you know, <clears throat> everybody thinks everyone else has it wrong and they have it right. And they have their, they all have their heads up their fucking asses as far as I'm concerned. I mean, yes, I know there are a lot of people that do practice these, uh, 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 who do uh, observe and study these uh, I'm just going to call them systems. I really don't want to call them religions because people who really study this stuff really aren't religious themselves. But I was, 
I was thinking about this yesterday and I had it. This is what I hate. You know, I think about this the day before and then the next morning I kind of forget the big points I was trying to make. But it, it just, it shows me that none of these people really know what they're talking about. I'm just speaking for Christians. But you can apply this to Judaists and Islamists, especially the radicals. Um, and when I say radicals, I don't mean just radical Islamists. I mean radical Judaists and radical Christians. But I'm just speaking about Christians. And and uh, it, just, it just shows me that all these people, none of them know what they're really talking about. And once again, I do know there's people that do practice these these uh, uh, systems, these these spiritual systems, these religions, I guess, that do know a lot of that do know a lot. But I've been over that, and I'm just I'm just studying this more and more, and I'm going I'm combing through these encyclopedias. I'm finding out a lot about these. Historical figures, the Canaanites, Moses Mendelssohn, secret society member, finding out a lot about these 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 people, if they ever existed. Looks to me like Moses Mendelssohn did exist, but that's not the Moses of you know the Moses of the ancient. Um. But I'm I'm studying into this man, and what I'm seeing is just once again it just it just shows me that when it comes to Christianity, almost none of these individuals really have the truth. They all think they do, but they don't. Because, and how do I know this? Once again, it's a natural law implications. From my understanding, morality is objective. That, that's really what I say tears, this, tears them all apart with their differences and beliefs. And look, and, and, well, <clears throat> I've mentioned this before, folks. There's nothing wrong with having different maybe rituals that you do, having different cultures, different um, belief systems around things that are not objective in nature. That's okay. That's plenty fine. But what these people are doing, all these different sects, denominations, churches are doing is they have different beliefs. They're morally relative. They're morally relative, which is satanic. And they're, 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 they don't understand and align with objective morality. And that's, that's really what blows the whole thing apart as far as I'm concerned. Okay, and I'm just talking about Christianity because that's what I have the most experience for. But I'm sure you can apply this to Judaism and Islam. But um, they should, all of these churches, denominations, sects should all be aligned in objective morality. And they're not. And that's what natural behavioral laws are all about. Objective. Morality is objective. When it comes to morality, it's universal, inherent, immutable, unalienable. 
A right is a behavior, an objective right is a behavior that does not initiate physical harm to another sentient being, or I also add, does not support the initiation of physical harm to another sentient being. Everything else after that, go ahead and you want to have different rituals, you want to have different beliefs, you want to have different customs, you want to have different cultures, fine with me. So, let me move on. Once again, I'm learning more and more about this. I'm not an expert on Christianity. I'm just going to the fucking library and I'm reading uh, 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 encyclopedias, looking through dictionaries. And uh, listening to guys like uh, Jordan Maxwell and Santos Bonacci. And... A lot of people think, well, who gives a shit about ancient religions and, and belief systems and spiritual systems and shit like that? Who gives a shit about that? Folks, <clears throat> I said it in the last episode, everything that's going on today is all centered around this. Moving on. Um, which, almost not even really moving on, kind of, kind of sort of moving on, but I just wanted to mention the Freemasons. And Freemasons are active in promoting freedom and unfortunately slavery and I mentioned many of the American founders were Masons and I'm pretty sure I forgot to look it up on the internet yesterday but I tried looking into uh, the book my book uh, Occult Theocracy not my like I didn't you know, the book I have by Edith Starr Miller um, Occult Theocracy and I couldn't really find it um, but I'm pretty sure Adam Weissat of the Bavarian Illuminati was a Mason amongst other, he was also a member of other secret societies, but I'm pretty sure he was a, a, a Mason. But if not, I'm almost positive that Karl Marx was a Mason. Okay. So Freemasons, once again, not your, like I've mentioned in the past, not your local lodge. High Freemasonry. People that trace their roots to the ancient Freemasons or, you know, Freemasons of the distant past. Um, these individuals are were involved in many revolutions. They were involved in the French Revolution and involved in the uh, American Revolution. And even in the American Revolution, there were Masons that were trying to send a message of freedom out there like many of the founding fathers but there were also masons that were looking to start a new slavery system involved in there um and i'm pretty sure adam weissap of the Bavarian illuminati was a mason as well and i've mentioned the bavarian illuminati how you had on one side of the atlantic ocean a group of men looking to get a message of freedom out to the world in, in America in 1776, trying to tell people in the world that, hey, guess what? No human being has the right to rule over another human being. And of course, once again, people, I've mentioned this in the last episode, I'm going to mention this again because it, it, it's worth mentioning again. Many people say, well, yeah, they're hypocrites. There was slavery. There was destruction of the Native Americans. And yes, that is true. And, but once again, 
that kind of shit had been going on has been going on in humanity for thousands of years. You're not just going to turn around that around in one day. You're not just going to turn that around in one day. You're not just going to line up all the plantation owners who have devoted their entire generations of, of their lives to slave labor and, and tell them, hey, guys, guess what? All men are created equal. So, uh, you know, you can let go of your slaves now. And then all the plantation owners will say, oh, wow, we never knew that. All men are created equal. OK, well, all right, slaves, you're all free now. You can all you can all uh, just go wherever you want, do whatever you want. Good to go. Folks, it's not going to happen like that. Folks, we're still enslaved. Slavery's still going on. I've, I've been through this before where I was talking about the founders to one guy and the guy said, oh, uh, they were slave owners and, you know, they're, they're, no, no, he said uh, there was slavery back then. And I just, you know, I was talking about the American Revolution and the founders and the guy says to me, oh, there was slavery back then. And I said, yeah, there's slavery now. And then I pointed, and then I looked down at his shoes. He's wearing fucking Nikes. Made with slave labor. I'm like, dude, your sneakers were made with slave labor. And you just, like a lot of people do, when I point these things out, they turn and walk away. And they just show their back to me. But you, you're not, you, 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 thousands of years of slavery, folks, and, and brutality to humans, between humans, you're not going to turn that around overnight. Royalty and, and, and human rulership have, have been going on for thousands of years. You're not going to turn that around overnight. And that's the significance of the American Revolution in 1776. The, uh, the, I hate to say the idea. It wasn't an idea. The, 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 for the first time in history, as far as my knowledge, and yes, you had the Slavs of 1000, the state is immoral, the individual is moral. There was that. Look into that for yourself. But, um, for the first time in history, the, the the idea was being promoted out to the world that no human being has the right to rule over another human being. And, of course, on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean in Bavaria, you had Adam Weissap and his crew laying out the blueprint, the modern blueprint for communism. Socialism and communism and globalism which is what we're on the cusp of today and which is what my letter is going to be about to people, trying to warn people about all this shit and try to warn people that, you know, politicians are, are not going to save us from this. We, the people, have to stand up to this, every one of us. But just wanted to mention that the Freemasons, yeah, they were, want to be clear with these secret societies, it's not all evil. There's good in there too. But I think I talked a little bit about this in the last episode. Any of these individuals that are looking to promote the principles of objective morality and get people to understand that are very few because, I mean, millions of people don't want that. And in order for these secret society members to start coming out, this is what I think. 
in order for these secret society members to want to come out, we the people have to, to be their backing. People who stand up, people who are, are, are popular and, and well-known say, once again, I'm, I'm not for politics at all, but different politicians who, who have a change of heart and want to stand up or maybe just want to stand up uh, uh, um, against the, the slavery system. Un unfortunately, what politics is, is any individuals that are standing up are standing up within the, the slavery system itself. But the idea is to get behind those people. And, and these people don't have any cover. Anyone, whether they're standing up in, in the religion of politics or whether they're just, they're just standing up publicly, these people barely have anyone. You know, the, people have to, the people have to align and back these people up. You know, that, that's how natural law works. That's how natural behavioral laws work. See, pe people get so consumed with one leader leading everybody. It can't, that, that's not how natural behavioral laws work. Natural behavioral laws work in the aggregate of society. In order for freedom to manifest, all people have to know and understand natural behavioral laws. All people have to know, understand, and then work to align with natural behavior laws. And then as that starts working, then more, you know, uh, people who may be more popular and in the limelight and who people respect as, a, as far as not being a human ruler, but just people respect as far as they're a, a, a leader and their behaviors are consistent with freedom and stuff like that can can stand up because they have the backing of the people and really it's not that they're a leader of the people it's just that they're just a part they're a part of the whole there and and this is not collectivism this is not collectivism not communism what i'm talking about is natural behavior laws as a society becomes more moral that society becomes more more free how does a society become more moral that society starts knowing, understanding, and aligning their behaviors with natural behavioral laws. A right is a behavior that does not initiate, objective right is a behavior that does not initiate harm to another sentient being. When people start knowing and understanding that and aligning with that, that's when freedom starts manifesting. It doesn't work from one person down to all. It doesn't work from one person, hey, I'm giving all you freedom. You can't. I can't give you freedom. You can't give me freedom. Freedom is mine. Freedom is yours. My freedom is mine. My freedom and we're all free. We all have free will. But a society, for a society to be a free society, everyone has to know they have free will and then know, understand, and, and align their behaviors with natural behavior laws. And that's what the the founders were trying to show the world. Well, didn't quite work out, did it? But, so, you know what? Talking about secret societies, I'm going to play 
the just a quick little piece from that Trudeau clip that I played last last episode and listen to this and what he says and this is this is secret societies right here these are you know this, this is a secret society open and in your face I mean they're coming right out and telling you what they're all about I'll play it for you I shall keep secret all matters committed and revealed to me in this capacity or that shall be secretly treated of in council. How about that, huh? So, there's Justin Trudeau, his pledge to the Queen of England. Those royals that everyone thinks are just celebrities, not quite, folks. And let me tell you something, um, you know, the, the Vatican and the royals are very connected. Keep that in mind. The Roman Empire just dissolved into the Vatican. <clears throat> and uh, so I'm pretty sure Trudeau said, I will keep secret all matters revealed to me in this capacity. Well, John Kennedy, um, he contradict, you know, he, 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 he exposed that. You know, he he said, I'm just looking at my notes here. <clears throat> he said along the lines of, you know, uh, um, the very idea of secrecy in a free and open society is repugnant. Now, of course, what 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 do I think he meant by that? I think he meant by that, that, look, you want to have a secret society, fine. But if your secret society is affecting people in negative ways and harming people and even killing people, your secret society needs to be exposed. If your secret society is 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 facilitating immoral behaviors, your your secret society needs to be exposed. That's what a free and open society is. That's what I take it that Kennedy meant, and those are natural law implications. Those are natural law implications. There, that's natural law. When you're in a society, you want to have a when you're in a free society, a society that knows and understands and aligns with natural behavior laws, and you have a secret society and you're not harming anyone. Have your secret society and enjoy your secret society and have a wonderful time. But if your secret society is engaging in harm to people and facilitating harm, the, the initiation of harm to others, if your secret society is initiating harm, initiating aggression and facilitating initiation of aggression, in a free and open society, a free society, a society that understands natural law, that society will be brought to the light and exposed and punished and stopped harshly. Not, not what we have. Because there you have it, Trudeau coming right out and saying to your fucking face that I'm going to keep secrets to the Canadian people, you know, staying right to the face of the, of the Canadian people. And folks, once again, the same shit happens here in America. They just, they just euphemize it and say it differently. Same thing in England. They just say it a little differently. Okay. Other countries as well. But 
apparently up there in this case they're just coming right out and telling you that you know Trudeau is coming right out and telling Canadians and the world folks once again this is a worldwide thing that the ruling class keeps secret matters revealed to them even if it these secrets are resulting in harm initiation of harm to others and the facilitation of initiation of harm to others <clears throat> these secret societies are running the world and once again you know I mentioned John Kennedy and John Kennedy is not my hero John Kennedy was a part of the power structure but John Kennedy it looked to me like John Kennedy was having a change of heart wanting peace with the Soviets wanting to move away from the from the Federal Reserve not federal no reserve international cabal international bank nothing fucking federal about it nothing American about it um, and Kennedy was was warning us Americans that our enemies are gonna are a small group of international people that are going to facilitate the infiltration of our country from within not it's not you know Kennedy was trying to tell us that it's not going to be the Chinese marching on our borders coming in to attack us it's going to be uh, we're going to be destroyed from within Americans we are going to be destroyed from within and this applies to all Western countries you know what this applies to the whole world the whole world's being destroyed from within their own countries folks with the exception of unfortunately as sad as this is to say a lot of these Middle Eastern countries that we Americans have invaded for the most part most countries worst enemies are their own people in their own country and really their own government I guess I'll call them and when you peel the onion all the way down to the core you get to natural behavior laws and the idea and what the biggest problem in the whole world is that the whole fucking world thinks that human beings have the right to rule there are certain human beings have the right to rule over other human beings and human beings align their behaviors with that that's how natural laws work you have the whole entire world you know what I'll just speak for America you have just about 270 million adults that believe that human rulership is legitimate and they align their behaviors with that and you get slavery natural behavior laws Oh, it's awful <clears throat> but I just it just makes me so sad it really does it really makes me sad but you know I wanna I think I'm just gonna move away from that and I want to just talk a little bit about gun control measures that are currently in place in the state of New Jersey in America the United States <clears throat> and there's you know new proposals being brought up and the whole thing's a 
political, seems to be like a political charade and the politicians, Murphy, the, the ruler of New Jersey, uh, pushing this through and looks like he's got some patsies along a bunch of mothers for, uh, against gun violence and look, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm against violence, period, folks. I'm against the initiation of harm to anyone, whether it's with a knife, uh, a, a fucking hammer, or a fucking firearm, okay? I mean, so I understand many of these individuals who latch, who latch, who get, latch on to all these ideas that, you know, do have the best intentions. And look, I don't want anyone to get harmed, and I'm all for firearm safety as well. I'm all for firearm safety as well. You know, I've mentioned several times that owners of firearms shouldn't be little boys and little girls that, that think that a firearm makes them a, a, a tough or something. You know, firearms are, firearms should be handled by grown-ups. And when I say grown-ups, I mean... I mean psychological grown-ups as well as physical grown-ups okay but um, some of the proposed measures you know requiring people uh, applying for firearms ID they, they want you to go through a safety course I mean I mean it's not something that's so terrible really I mean but of course once again <clears throat> this is Basically, this isn't. Hey, do you want to volunteer? You know, do you want to volunteer to go through a course? No, they're basically they're they're coercing you and putting you under duress to go through this, and that's where it's wrong. If somebody wants to take a firearm safety course, which I think is a great idea, you know, to to take. Um, it's it you know it should be voluntary, but you know they're they're talking about wanting to do like renewals I think I, I I saw this in one instance but but I don't know it the the whole thing is from I've read several different news reports and I've looked into the bills and everything there's there's differences everywhere but it looks like maybe they want renewals every four years and mandatory rules pertaining to locking up guns and gun cases and um Sure, I'm sure what they're really talking about is like during transport, because if they're talking about it at home, I mean, I, I mean, my goodness, what, you know, what are they going to, uh, what are they suggesting that the, the, they're going to go around to all firearms owners and, and want to come in the firearms owners houses and, and check to see if, if their firearms are locked up in a case. I mean, that's, I mean, we're talking about the fucking Gestapo here, dude. You know what I mean? But I'm pretty sure it probably means like when you're out and about, I guess. Um, but, I mean, New Jersey has the, I, I'm pretty sure New Jersey has the strictest uh, firearms rules called laws um, in uh all of America and keep in mind folks uh, I don't know if this video is still out there but you can look up a little video Larkin Rose made uh, gun control is gun violence um, that's a good little video there
gun control is gun violence. I agree. I agree with Rose. And you got the natural law implications here. And folks, what's happening here is that all gun control laws, no matter what they are, are once again law, rules called laws. Humans cannot make laws. I've been through that. Make rules and call them laws and back them with violence to give them the perception of being permanent like a law, but isn't, they're not laws. They're rules. They're dictates. They're commands. Backed by violence. And that's violence. And it all gun control rules called laws are how can I best say this? They their natural law, clear natural law violations. I mean, the state doesn't even have the right to exist. Okay, let's 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 just get to the foundation here. The state doesn't even have the right to exist because the state is an entity that where people participate in that entity and issue commands and back them with the threats of duress, violence, duress meaning like fines and shit like that and then violence meaning locking someone up and putting them in a cage putting handcuffs on somebody then taking them away and putting them in a cage physically assaulting people even killing people breaking into people's homes okay and so the state doesn't even have the right to exist on its face because once again Bring it down to two individuals. No human being has the right to issue a command to another human being and then tell them if they don't comply with that command that they're going to put them under duress and even engage in violence against them depending on how much they either comply or don't comply. No human being has that right to do another, to another human being. And that's what the state is. The state is just this magical entity that people form in their minds and believe that any individual that, I mean, works for either the, the, the issuing of rules, the lawmakers or the law enforcers have the right to engage in duress and violence against other people. And, and it, it, it will never be true in nature. It'll never be true in nature. Never. And the more we continue to go along with this, the more we humans head toward total extinction of our species. And the, the, the other, <clears throat> other natural law implications here are you, your people's ability to defend themselves are being reduced. And I can get into the inside inside stuff of the politics of it and stuff like that but i'm i'm staying with the with the base fundamental principles here and you're having this is the reduction uh, of someone's ability to defend oneself requiring that someone has to have <clears throat> when they're transporting their firearm locked up in a gun case well if someone comes up to you to carjack you and you got your firearm in a gun case, you're not going to be able to defend yourself very much, are you? 
and I, I got a bunch of bullet points here and I may have to continue to cover this in the next episode because I have a lot to talk about with this gun control stuff. I haven't I haven't really talked about this much lately and I got a lot more natural law implications I want to talk about here. But I mean I got a lot boy, I'm I'm just trying to I'm looking at my bullet points and just trying to see if I want to talk about this bullet point maybe this time or next next time. Because if I start getting into this bullet point, that's probably gonna I'm gonna end it on this probably. So, all right, I just want to be clear that, folks, I, I've, I've said this in my last episodes, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to be pushed around any more than I already am. And I can tell you this, folks, and this is just me, and once again, I'm just going to put it this way. No one is coming over my house and taking something that I own from me, that I that I purchased rightfully and that I own rightfully. Okay? And taking something from me or a person that I love away from my home to a cage. Now, Let's, let's talk about the natural law implications here. What, what am I actually talking about? Well, I'm talking about maybe some form of law enforcement, whatever they are, local, state, federal, whatever, coming to my home and saying, you, you know, your, your firearm is now illegal because you haven't renewed your ID or whatever, whatever they're working on. And we're going to have to take your firearm from you. And, and that's theft, folks. That's theft. Coming over someone's home and demanding something from them arbitrarily because some politician ruler changed a rule and turned and magically turned a moral person into an immoral person, which is bullshit, all superstition, morality is objective, morality is objective, it's not subjective. You don't make someone, you can't turn someone from moral to immoral by simply writing a rule down. Hey, I wrote this rule down. I, I changed this rule and, well, yesterday you were moral, but today now you're immoral. And we're going to punish you. Fuck you. We have, <clears throat> natural law is, 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 natural behavior laws are inherent unalienable, immutable. And folks, I'm not going to go for that. And it, this, it's this scary. This is scary. Because this, this is, this is big boy stuff. You know, this is big boy stuff. This, this is scary stuff. And I know a lot of people who are, you know, there's some people that are doing this work who say that the work they've done assures them that they're not going to be afraid when a situation like this comes and 
I, I believe them. But for myself, folks, I'm just speaking for myself, I, it, it's scary. It is. It's scary for me. And when I, you know what, really, folks, when I say it's scary of a situation of saying some type of law enforcement coming to my home and arbitrarily demanding that I give up something that I own to them or demanding that someone in my home come out so they can take them away to a cage. Now, I want to be very clear. If you're a person who is initiating aggression towards other sentient beings, um, uh, let's say humans, okay, for now. If you're a person who's initiating aggression towards other people, you will not be living in my home, okay? I will not accept that. You will not be living in my home, okay? So there won't ever be a need for the most part, unless I don't know about it, for a law enforcement agency to come over and say, hey, there's a member of your home that initiated aggression to another a human and they have to be punished. Because if I know that if I know that you're initiating aggression towards other humans, I, I am going to tell you, you have to leave my home. You will not live in my home with me. But I mean, if if I didn't know and these law enforcement came over my home to take someone away who did initiate aggression, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Because, I mean, once again, I've said for people who law enforcement put into uh, cages or physically harm or even kill that have initiated, already initiated aggression towards others. I don't feel sorry, but once again, I don't advocate for that because you, you can't have a state because that's the problem with the state. While, while actors for the state may actually um, properly punish, like, like, like assault, kill, or put people in a cage, I don't think there should be cages at all, but put people in a cage of, of a person who has initiated, already initiated aggression towards others. I don't feel sorry for that person who's initiated aggression, but the problem is when you have a state apparatus like that, while they do, while they may do some of those <clears throat> things like actually punishing people who actually have initiated aggression, the state initiates by far and away more aggression towards others than they do actually punishing people who actually really have um, engaged in aggression towards an, uh, another person. The payoff, the, what I'm saying is, and I've been through this, the, the, the benefits do not outweigh, the, the, the costs of destroying our, our human civilization do not outweigh punishing, you know, the, the punishing of a couple of people who actually did engage in real crimes like harming others, initiating harm to others. Okay, but, you know, I mean, aside from that, which is a tough one, as far as, far as once again, if I know someone's initiating harm to other uh, humans, they're not going to be living in my home. But, folks, 
you look at what's happening in Australia, they're, they're knocking on people's doors and saying, all right, time to go to the camp. And if you don't think we're heading towards that in America, you got your head up your ass. And same for you guys in Canada, England, same for all you people all around the world, man, New Zealand. All you people, man, Europe, France, which I'm mentioning some European countries, Germany, Spain, up there in the Scandinavian countries there, Russia. Look at what's happened in China. The social credit system's getting up and running. Folks, it's scary, but... Folks, I mean, you know what I'm scared for the most with a law enforcement individual wanting to come over and demand either a person, they take away a person, or they take away a possession of mine? Is that if, you know, I choose to fight, that, I mean, these, you know, these law enforcement individuals, a lot of them, a lot of them, They'll, they'll kill your whole fucking family, man. These people, a lot of these people, not all, but a lot of these people are like people that just don't care. They'll kill your whole family and not think twice about it. And while some, you know, citizens may think that, you know, oh, that's a little overboard, but, you know, they'll all get away with it. Maybe if enough people bitch, maybe they'll lose their jobs. The, the, the enforcers that committed the violence will lose their jobs. But really folks, once again, because as a society becomes more and moral, that society becomes more enslaved. And once again, people just believe in human rulership. And when a ruling class knows that the, hu that the majority of human beings believe in human rulership, they're just gonna keep pushing, 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 pushing slowly, slowly. I mean, unfortunately, you know, not in Queensland, Australia, they're not pushing slowly anymore. But here in America, they just creep, creep, creep. What does David Icke call it? The totalitarian tiptoe. That's how it works. It's like um, <clears throat> uh, Alex Jones mentioned the frog in boiling water, like many other people mentioned the frog in boiling water and Jones mentioned the the frog in boiling water how you know you you turn uh you put the frog in in boiling water that frog's going to jump right out but you put the frog in the water and you just turn up the heat slowly and let it the heat just gradually get hotter and hotter that that frog will stay in there and the frog will die in there it's the same kind of it's the you know same kind of you know allegory metaphor that that what's ha what's happening to you know us humans with a totalitarian tiptoe and that's what these gun control measures are just limiting our ability to defend ourselves. And folks, you know, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know what I would do because if, if, if law enforcement officers came to just take away something I own, take away something that we own in our house rightfully, um, and once again, I'm not for the whole idea of legal and illegal, but legally. And then, of course, because once again, because legal and illegal can be changed with the flick of a pen. But. I mean, I'm afraid that if they. 
it depends on how they come to the house. Like if uh, these SWAT team people, who these people are just these people are just trash. And yeah, I talked a little bit about this when I re was rehashing up the basics of natural law, and I mentioned that look, if there's a home, and everybody knows that violence is being engaged against humans in that home and and we know it for sure then yes i do think there may be i i not maybe there is the need to go in there's the need to stop it it has to be stopped initiation of aggression towards human beings has to be stopped but but when it's inside a, a house what do you do well it has to be stopped so yeah okay we have to go into that house but as a but the whole idea of, of, of having SWAT teams and just arbitrarily just uh, for any reason somebody has a, a bunch of plants or a bunch of bags of powder let's kick their door in and terrorize them no that that that's that that's tyranny that's tyranny the only time something like that should be done kicking in the door of somebody's home and going in is is really people better really fucking know that there's something that there's the initiation of aggression going on inside that home because you kick the door into that home and then there's no initiation of aggression going on in there now you're the fucking criminal and we can't have that but unfortunately we have that routinely fucking swatting swatting folks just call up the local police department and say hey you know i think these people got drugs in their home and eh, go you know go swat them man Eighty thousand swat team raids like a year on average here in america it's tyranny and these swat team members you're trash a trash person that likes to kick somebody's door in and terrorize somebody you really have to be a fucking piece of trash and your parents are trash if you're one of these SWAT team members that enjoys just going that if, if you're whether you enjoy it or not you're one of these SWAT team members that are going around and just kicking people's doors in arbitrarily and terrorizing people you're a piece of fucking trash you really are your parents are trash, your family's trash, you're trash. Unless your family's telling you to quit your job. If your family's telling you to quit your job, then, you're, then they're not trash. These people are fucking trash. Kicking somebody's fucking door into their home and terrorizing them, putting little kids in handcuffs, killing people, killing dogs, killing people. And I'm just going to end it on this, and I'm going to continue this next week because I got a lot more that I want to talk about with this. But well, well next episode, um, somebody kicks the door into my home and comes in, I'm I'm going to fight them. I am, and I know it's scary. It's fucking scary. Believe me, I'm scared, and believe me, it, I, I'm not saying this to try to like intimidate anybody, folks. These SWAT team people. They, for the, the most of them, many of them, 
They absolutely salivate for the opportunity to fucking kill somebody. They're murderers is what they are. Killers. Many former killers from the military. Many of them are Marines. Killers. I know I'm not fucking scaring anybody. I know I'm not scaring anybody. I know. They'll come into my home and they'll fucking put a bullet in my head. They'll put a bullet in my fucking kid's head. And then they'll go home afterwards and have a fucking beer together. And laugh. That's who these fucking people are. Most of them. And the ones that aren't like that are are a part of that. That makes you just as much like like the others. And I'm gonna. I knew I was gonna open up a can of worms with this because I still have a lot to talk about with this. Hmm. I'm just gonna. You know what? I'm just going to uh, end this now. Um, that's all, folks. I'll pick this up next week.